institutional behavior would be would be taken into account, particularly in the case of uh, uh, of long-term offenders. There's also um, a need for the correctional service to uh, increase the level of public awareness about the evidence-based methodology that is used by the correctional service to make their their decisions. That is uh, Public Safety Minister Ralph Goodale today announcing some changes to federal corrections and specifically dealing with uh, the transfer of inmates like Terry Lynn McClintock. And either there is an election in the air or maybe they, in fact, got an earful from Canadians on the transfer of this child killer because they have, in fact, come out with not a lot of details, but certainly an announcement that they will change the way federal inmates, so they're going to make it harder for federal inmates to get transferred to places like healing lodges if they're serving long sentences. And when asked if Terry Lynn McClintock was going to be moved back, Mr. Goodale uh, would not answer, but did say she would be included in these new changes. So I'm taking that as a cloaked yes Although the Stafford family, uh, to my knowledge, have not heard anything yet, but does this go far enough? So let's talk about the changes that are uh, coming this way. Abigail Biman is our global national Ottawa correspondent who's been breaking a lot of stories on this particular issue, and she joins me now. So Abigail, I don't know if this was public pressure or if this was uh, the automatic route for the feds to go, but clearly they um, they got moving on this file. What was the was the trigger? Well, uh, we knew that this review was coming. I I mean, Public Safety Minister Ralph Goodale did call for it quite a while ago when this first came out. But uh, ever since Friday when he announced that he had that review in hand, we were waiting for some actual news to come out of it. And the review itself hasn't been released. So we still don't know uh, where Terry Lynn McClintock is right now, or should I say if she is going to be removed from that Indigenous Healing Lodge. The Public Safety Minister won't speak to that, uh, citing privacy. Yeah, well, here's the thing. I mean, what what is in it for him to lose by not saying, you know, she will be moved? I mean, certainly he made it clear that she is included in these new changes. So I think that's a, a signal that, yes, she will probably at some point get moved, correct? Well, if you look at the changes, they're, they're pretty vague in terms of how they might impact Terry Lynn McClintock. So, for example, the, the biggest or the headliner uh, of these changes that were announced uh, said that for uh, female offenders who have a medium security classification, before they're transferred to a healing lodge, it, that transfer needs to be signed off by the Deputy Commissioner of Women for Correctional Service of Canada. Uh, now, obviously, that didn't happen in McClintock's case, but is that alone enough to, to pull or to reverse the transfer? Uh, not sure. Another important one is that going forward, Indigenous communities will be consulted mm-hmm. or will be involved in the process as to who comes to the healing lodges. Important to note that that's how this system was set up in the 90s when healing lodges uh, first came into being. Indigenous communities had that input, and in the wake of the news about McClintic uh, being at the healing lodge in Saskatchewan, the community there said, you know, you know, maybe this wouldn't have happened had we had our elders uh, input on on this decision. But whether those things are, you know, alone in Enough to reverse this. We are waiting to hear, and we're going to have to hear from the family of Victoria Stafford since uh, the government is not going to release that information. Yeah, and um, given that they did such a great job before of not notifying them, we'll see how long that takes. But it, but it's not the only case. I mean, the wet law for case is also one that made headlines because, again, you've got this uh, multi-convicted uh, killer living in a minimum security facility. Would that also uh, count in these changes, or is it only for these specific Indigenous uh, 
um, healing lodges? Well, uh, interestingly, one thing that I that I noted in this announcement is that it only deals with female offenders. And I mean, yes, it so happens that the last two cases we heard were about female offenders, but there are Indigenous healing lodges for men, and we don't hear anything about uh, how how that process will change, if it will change. That his uh, Ralph Goodell's announcement today was just about women. As for whether this is just about Indigenous healing lodges, he doesn't uh, talk about that. But what he mentions in his comments are facilities with without a directly controlled perimeter. Now, the psychiatric hospital uh, where Elizabeth Wetloffer is currently in, in Montreal, uh, does have a secure, uh, it depends how you define perimeter here, but the uh, psychiatric unit there uh, does have security. So, uh, interesting as to how that will be interpreted, I think the big application here is Indigenous healing lodges because you've heard a lot of outrage over lack of fences, uh, but, but we'll, we'll have to see how, what exactly this applies to. Yeah, I mean, they were uh, vague on details. When do we expect that we'll get more information? And um, is this kind of a Band-Aid fix, Abigail, or do you get the sense that they're going to look deeper into this issue? Because we already know that they're trying to bring other changes to corrections as far as uh, isolation and, uh, you know, make it more, I guess, of a rehabilitation approach. Um, So, you know, easing up on isolation is one thing. Is this going to be a broader um, look, or is this about the change we can expect to get? It's a good question. I think that they certainly are interested in making or taking a deeper look at the system on the whole. Ralph Goodale's uh, mandate letter to the commissioner was a first that it was made public. There were a lot of things called for in there, so I think we will hear some uh, changes or some advancements in correction going forward. At the same time, worth noting that, you know, I put in a a request for a sit-down interview with the commissioner weeks, if not months now. I'd have to check before this McClintock thing happened, and I still have not heard back from her office. So there is not a lot. I mean, Corrections has has has, has never been very transparent or, or fast to respond to media requests. But it will be interesting to see uh, that going forward. And another thing to note in these changes is uh, Goodale says that going forward, uh, CSC will now consider additional factors in transfers. And one of those uh, additional factors includes the length of the sentence. And of course, you, you know, in the case of McClintock, there's so much outrage that a murderer uh, so short into a life sentence would be transferred to a healing lodge. So what I read from that, that now CSC will be considering additional factors, is that before uh, an offender's sentence length wasn't considered in a transfer to a healing lodge. So we may hear more on that uh, going forward. Yeah, we'll stay tuned and uh, we'll see what um, how how quickly or not quickly Mr. Uh, Stafford's phone rings. So thanks for the update. I appreciate it, Abigail. Absolutely. That is Abigail Biman uh, of our Global National Ottawa team. And uh, we'll see where this goes and, you know, get the details of the announcement. I'm, I'm kind of curious, like, why are they only doing this for female offenders? Like, why not make sure that men are also not getting into these healing lodges? Uh, but again, it um, I think they could have done a better job, this government, of getting out in front of this. They, you know, ragged the puck on it, didn't necessarily need to rag the puck on it. And um, now here we are with something that they could have probably easily come up with in the days after they heard about this particular headline. I mean, really, you drag it out for a month and a half. But if it sends her back and it gives the Stafford family some peace, we'll take that. We will, in fact, take that. Uh, We'll take a quick break here, and we'll get your news at the top of the hour. And when we come back, we'll talk a little bit about what happened last night. And why did Marco Muzzo, in fact, get denied? 
parole. This is a bit of a of a surprise to a lot of people who thought, in fact, he would go to jail or to, would get day parole. So what was it about his appearance today that kind of undid that? We'll talk about that. And um, we'll meet. Uh, and then, of course, we'll uh, check in with Chuck. Mr. Charlie, we'll talk to him at about 9.18. Quick break here. And when, yeah, I just told you what we'll do when we come. It's the medicine. Okay? It's the medicine. Here on Global News Radio.